Good day. Welcome in. Glad to have you. The Bill Michaels Show on the air. And uh, we are live today. We are in a studio. We are in studio today with, uh, with actually Grant Bills and the gang. So fun times today are on hand, you would assume. We're all together in one building. I have discovered many things about getting back into an office. Uh, one is that uh, everybody saves up from the night before to leave dookies in the office. I'll tell you that right now. It's one of the perks at working home, man. You just wake up. You have your own time. You're like, okay, I'm running down the hall. I'm good. But uh, what I heard today can only be described as a lot of people in a lot of pain. That's that's all I can say. Grant, how you doing, man? You good? Well, I'm I'm not in pain. I I don't fall into the category you were just describing. I try my best to do my business at home. Uh, so. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was off the rails this morning. Um, I I I have not heard sounds like that in a long time. I really haven't. I mean, I hate to I hate to open the show. There's a lot going on. Packers still looking for defensive coordinator. Doc Rivers last night takes the. Uh, takes the debut and it takes the initial loss. We've got a guest today at 115, so we're off to a flying start. Uh, Royce, uh, Rice Hoskins speaks, so we got a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But I, I was geeked. I came in. We got meetings today. I'm meeting with Trevor, our engineer, our our Mr. Fix-It guru, is getting us ready with some of our equipment for uh, Vegas. We got our big television meeting coming up later on today, just after uh, 2, 2.15. And I thought, you know what, I, I – got to go to the bathroom real quick you know it was a drive out I drank some tea you know and I went in and I thought somebody like I needed to call 911 like somebody get the paddles there's somebody dying in here and then the only thing I can describe was somebody was taking batting practice they were hitting putting with a ball bat that, that's <laughs> you know and then you go upstairs you're like okay whatever's going on in here I don't need to know about then I go upstairs and it sounded like somebody took a handful of gravel and threw it in a pond I'm like what the hell is going on out here in Madison uh, well, in radio, it's the worst, right? Because everyone kind of goes at the same time. Yes. When, when the longest break of the hour is, that's when everyone makes the mad rush to the bathroom. So that oh, my probably, God. That doesn't help. It, it was awful. It was, it, you know, and I, I'm trying to do, uh, you know, all the things that I need to do this morning to get ready for the show today. And I, I'm I'm just like, this is, this is really, this is bad. This, you know, and it wasn't like that was a singular event. So you go back, you're like, okay, I, I, I can't deal with this. this. There are certain things you just can't deal with because I've never in my life made sounds like that. So I, I thought I'll go back to the conference room. i got to get some more work done. I'm doing some stuff. I've got to pay the invoice. The NFL up to charge for internet. You know what internet costs for one week in Vegas? I did see the invoice. Uh, yeah, that's, that's big time. In that is one line, one internet line for seven days is $1,500. Is fifteen hundred bucks. Do you want me to take care of that? By the way, you can just they, get me get me back. <laughs> they get you coming and going, man. So I'm taking care of that. I'm paying some bills. I'm getting this ready, and doing the whole thing. And uh, and I thought, well, you know what? I'll run uh, in there real quick before we uh, come up and start setting up to, in the studio to go on the air. And uh, you know, I'm just like somebody, please, in this building, call nine one one. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the food's like in Madison. Uh, I, I don't know if everybody in the area has somehow, you know, grabbed X-Lax brownies. No idea, but that was the morning. So, uh, welcome to the work week. There you have it. And, uh, yeah, we've got, uh, for those that are watching the program, we do have one Grand Bills. One Grand Bills is is on the program. Oh, no one needs that. So, image. there you go. No one we got the split screen. There you go. That is uh, That is Grant, gang. So, you know, there's Grant. 
How are we looking? Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. You can also hit us up uh, on X at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or uh, find Grant at Wisco Grant at Wisco Grant. You can also track us down uh, on Instagram, simply The Bill Michael Show on Instagram, The Bill Michael Show on Facebook. You have got uh, over on YouTube, uh, you can go to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show, and you can uh, check us out there. And uh, then you can find us on so many different platforms, on Twitch TV, on Kick TV, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is just simply Bill Michaels. And uh, I don't even know where else we're, we're at, but it's we're all over the place. We're like the wind. So there you have it. Um, so you got that going on. And uh, you can also drop us a line uh, via email, say, The Bill Michaels Show. That's The Bill Michaels Show at gmail.com, Show at gmail.com. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and everything after the fact. Uh, still nothing. No white people smoke coming out of 1265 when it comes to a defensive coordinator. Not hearing a lot right now. Uh, more interviews coming up, and we've been talking about Zach Orr, who I've been on for a while now when it comes to the middle linebackers coach for the Baltimore Ravens now that they are their season has culminated. And I have heard nothing but good things uh, about him. Uh, he's a guy that's going to talk to uh, Green Bay. Do you th- do you get a sense as to who the front runner is? Do you get a sense that somebody is is uh, is right there on the radar? Well, I thought it was Christian Parker, but then we learned kind of over the last twenty four forty eight hours that they're going to look at guys on the Ravens staff too. So yeah. the list has gotten longer this right. week. So I-, I thought maybe there was a front runner, or Christian Parker, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah, don't know. Don't uh, I thought there might be like this this front runner that they would be involved with, and you'd hear that and say this is the favorite, and you'd hear reports and nothing really. It's just a, a lot of interviewing going on, and a lot of people coming into town, but nothing really that's uh, that's stuck as of yet. And Jim Leonard apparently not not going to be uh, into the end the discussion. So for everybody that wanted that, uh, doesn't look like that's going to happen. So you know. Uh, Dan and Mike and Marv and Portage Mike and uh, Rich uh, and everybody, uh, good morning to all of you on the live stream. We appreciate you watching over there and hanging out with us as well. Uh, this is from uh, this is from Mike. Mike says, uh, how about Doc Rivers' debut last night? A lot of the same. At what point does Doc say, hey, guys, if you're not going to play defense, go sit on the bench? Uh, never. He's never going to say that. Um, it, that's not going to happen. They played a good team last night. It's not like they didn't play like they, they played a bunch of scrubs. They played a good team last night. Uh the defending champs, you might say. So uh there's something to be said for that. There's something to be said for that. They they had a tough one on the road. Uh but yeah, it wasn't the debut that you wanted. I can completely understand that. You would like to have seen some kind of massive change, like, oh, there's the answer, but it's gonna take some time. And, and even Doc said, look, it's going to take a little time. It's going to take a little time. Now, you can't do everything all at once. Not going to happen overnight. And, yeah, he's right. It's going to take a little time for everybody to get together, get on the same page, and then start to trend in the right direction. So, I get it. We'll have to wait for it. It'll eventually happen. Um, but but we'll have to wait and see. So, I didn't expect them to suddenly turn the world on, uh, just uh, defensively speaking, just because Doc Rivers walked through the door. That's just my take on it. But it was disappointing last night to see them 
take the loss. Uh, Jesse says, uh, no D. That is the Milwaukee Bucks from last year. That is the Milwaukee Bucks from this year. They're not going to play hard. They're not going to play defense. They don't care about it. All they're going to try to do is outscore the opponents. And when they can't, they're going to lose, which means they're going to be the, on the outside looking in when it comes to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think they're going to get past the second round of the postseason. We're going to be talking about this again and again and again and again until guys learn to get off their ass and play defense. Hands out. Hands up, he says, as a former basketball coach. Jesse, appreciate the email. There you go. Uh, and then uh, Hoskins speaks. We heard uh, from him yesterday, correct? correct yeah, so we have uh, Mike Clemens. Mike is just, I don't know how Mike does it. Yeah, so we got some audio, some questions and answers. Matt Arnold spoke to the media today, uh, and we're going to talk with Vinny Rotino, who covers the Brewers, and, and he's going to help us kind of break down that later. But we have audio of Reese Hoskins himself, which we definitely got to check out at some point today. So the best news of the day out of out of everything, and, and we'll hear him both in this hour and in the final hour of the show, the best news of the day is we've got Ross Tucker on with us. I love Ross Tucker. Have you ever met him? I've never met him. No. I can't wait to see. I, I, I'm just going to give him a hug at Super Bowl. He seems like a big he's personality. He's such a great guy. And uh, he's got the MyFrontPage.com, which I'm sure he wants to promote a little bit because Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So you got to do that. Uh, but we'll have Ross Tucker on today. So we're uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we've also got Vinny Rotino today. Jim Ozarski is going to join us today. Jim's on the uh, on the road traveling with the Bucks, and we'll get his take on what he witnessed last night and kind of how things went down. Uh, like I said, I didn't expect a massive changeover, uh, but nevertheless, uh, you know, Jim's going to give us a lowdown, so I'm looking forward to that. So uh, we're going to break a little early. Why? Because Ross Tucker is going to join us, and we're going to talk with him and get his thoughts on not only the uh, the Super Bowl and way things line up, but also uh, we're going to talk with him about uh, what he saw on the Green Bay Packers and dudes, well, dudettes too, I'll take it at this point. If you are listening to the program and you are trying to figure out what to give that special somebody, and I think they can get it to you before Valentine's Day. Valentine's is what, February 14th? I think so, yeah. I, I think it's February that. 14th. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think they can get it to you before Valentine's Day. And if not, make it Mother's Day. The best gift ever, ever. And we'll tell you about that when we come back. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Ross Tucker going to be joining us coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What's better than free? How about play free all year? This January at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel Milwaukee, you can win over $2,000 in reward play every month all year long. Just play your favorite games to earn prize drawing entries. Then stop by each Thursday night in January to see if you're a winner. $400,000 in prizes is up for grabs. Over 40 winners each week. Yeah, free is for me. More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. And uh, glad you're with us today. We are both, myself and one Grant Bills, in studio today uh, out here in Madison. That doesn't happen very often, but we're prepping uh, ourselves and getting all the equipment ready and such via engineers to uh, head out to Las Vegas. Uh, we'll be out there on Saturday, getting set up on Sunday, and then uh, a week from yesterday, we will be bringing you all the fun and frivolity, sights and sounds and such 
from Radio Road. Don't forget, we got a two-hour TV special that's coming up on uh, the 10th, Saturday night the 10th, before the Super Bowl. It is two hours of our program and all the behind-the-scenes of Super Bowl on Radio Row and such leading up to the big game that will then air on Sunday. And one of the best analysts and has one of the best gifts ever for a loved one in your life, joining us now on the phone, Ross Tucker. I love this guy. Ross, how you doing, buddy? Bill, doing awesome, man. Always great to talk with you and fired up to see you next week in person. I just got done telling Grant. I, I said, you ever met Ross? And he said no. And I said, I'm going to give him a big hug. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's always good, man. It's like our reunion every time we get a chance to get together at Super Bowl. So how you been? I'm doing awesome, man. It was, uh, it was a really, really fun season. I, you know, kind of got, I guess, a promotion at CBS and was able to call several NFL games for them and then a bunch of big-time college games. I did a Georgia game, an Ohio State game. I did, you know, Ole Miss at Alabama. I did the Iowa-Nebraska game on Black Friday. So it was just cool, you know, more people getting a chance to sort of experience you know, what I bring to the table, my passion, my energy, uh, my love for the game. And so – it was awesome. Uh, you know, I'm always a little bit sad this time of year because I was on the sideline Sunday for the AFC Championship game, but now I'm now I'm done. Now I'm done until August in terms of broadcasting uh, football games, unfortunately. So let's talk about the AFC Championship game. Give me your thoughts on, you know, I, I thought going into that game that, that Baltimore was the class of the NFL this year. Uh, I thought they had top to bottom, maybe one of the deepest, not the most talent-laden, but one of the deepest teams. They played really good defense. They were good in the trenches. Uh, Lamar Jackson was more pocket passing this year and hitting guys on the run. I just thought everything was there for them. What the hell happened to a team that we never – I mean, Kansas City's – their class. I mean, I, they're the class of the, of the league, but I just didn't think they had the firepower to beat them. What the hell happened? Well, I think uh, the number one thing that jumped out to me is that Kansas City got off to a fast start. And I think that that – it was almost like a boxing match, and they landed a haymaker early on. And it kind of staggered the Ravens. I think they were taken aback. It took the crowd out of the game a little bit. I think uh, clearly it changed the way the Ravens approached the game. You know, those two long drives, it felt like after that, the Ravens kind of felt like they had to throw the ball more. I thought that was probably the thing that's most disappointing for me if I were a Ravens fan is just the fact that or especially a Ravens player, like a Ravens lineman, it just felt like they got away from what they do best. They, they got away from what got them to that point, and that, that would be the part that would really disappoint me. Now you've got uh, Patrick Mahomes and company going back to the Super Bowl fourth time in five years, which is simply amazing. Um, and, I, you know, everybody keeps talking. And I said the same thing, too. San Francisco's got talent at every level. They've got superstars at every level, pro bowlers at every level. And you've got some pro bowlers and such on this Chiefs team, but it seems like this Chiefs team made it here with less this year. Would you agree with that? Uh, they did, yeah. Well, I would say less on offense and not as good on offense, certainly. 
but I would say more and better on defense. You know, that's the thing that to me is startling is that, you know, it just so happens that the first year that, you know, we had a situation where it felt like the Chiefs offense wasn't what it had been. I mean, the very first year where it felt like it wasn't what it had been, it's the best defense that Andy Reid's ever had. I mean, what are the odds of that? Right. I mean, that's just amazing, right? And right. so, um, but that's what happened. And I think I even talked to Mahomes after the game, and he said he's kind of learned to lean and trust that that defense a little bit more and, and to realize the value that those guys provide, which I thought was really, really telling for him, from him to say that. So off, uh, offensively, I want to go over to San Francisco now because, uh, again, this proves to be one hell of a matchup, but you've got what's considered to be the best quarterback in the league in Kansas City to, you know, people want to call Brock Purdy a game manager or whatever, but if you look at his numbers this year, he had a spectacular season. But how much, you know, does it come down to quarterback play versus everybody else? Because everybody else wants to say Brock Purdy is the benefactor of all the talent around him. So when it comes down to crunch time, I thought Brock Purdy played extremely well for San Francisco, both against uh, the, the Green Bay Packers and this past weekend against the Detroit Lions. And Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. So who do you give the edge to? Yeah, I mean, look, Purdy has played his best late in games when it matters the most, and he deserves a lot of credit for that. But, Bill, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, what are we talking about Right, here, right? I mean, like, the guy is – having the best start to an NFL career we've ever seen. And he's on a pretty heady path. Now there's a lot to happen for him to catch Brady, but what he has done so far has just been magnificent. I mean, he, he's basically, I felt like threw a perfect game against the Ravens. You know, he was clutch, especially those first two drives. It's uh, it's extremely, extremely impressive what he's been able to get done. And I think Purdy's good, but he's not hes not Mahomes or even really close to it. The talent that they have on that offense, does that, you know, with Kittle, with Debo Samuel, with uh, McCaffrey, who is just, just a beast, just to watch, watch him with the tenacity with which he runs, does that match up talent-wise with what they've got going with Pacheco and MVS and obviously uh, Travis Kelsey over there? I mean, does it kind of equal each other out and then you just come down to who has the better quarterback play and that's where you lean? Well, no, I mean, I think the Niners have a better cast of characters on on offense, right? I mm-hmm. mean, clearly um, have a better cast of characters on offense, in particular at skill position players in the Chiefs. That's the thing, too, Bill, that you guys kind of saw up there in Green Bay this year, where it's like, you know, the Chiefs traded the best wide receiver in the NFL. And they've gone to back-to-back Super Bowls without him. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody else is trying to get that number one, trying to get that difference maker, trying to get that guy. And we see them do it, and it leads to back-to-back Super Bowls, and they got a great chance to win another one. It's really, really impressive what they've done. But the Niners have better skill guys. I think the Chiefs have a better O-line than the Niners do. And I think the Chiefs have a better defense than the Niners right now. 
So, uh, talking about the Packers, let me ask you: what did you uh, what did you make of the Packers' season and the way things kind of unfolded, specifically down the stretch in the play of Jordan Love? Just incredible, um, absolutely incredible. I mean, that Cowboys game that was something like I have never seen, and so impressive. And then, obviously, the Niners game. I'm sure you guys have gone over it quite a bit in a million different ways, but. Off the top of my head, Bill, I feel like I can think of six, maybe, six plays where if the Niners, if the Packers make the play, they win the game. I mean, Savage dropped the pick. Keyshawn Nixon dropped the pick. The bad spot on the Jordan Love quarterback sneak. The three misses by Jordan in the fourth quarter, you know, the one that got picked, the two on third or fourth down it's it's remarkable it really is i i really i i mean i know that everybody believes they've hit on the next coming and and maybe they have maybe he's a hall of famer or maybe he's not there's a big discussion about what he's worth coming up in the offseason you know if you're the packers do you got to go all in on this guy because of what he did I mean, it's not his fault that he sat behind Rodgers for three years, but you had basically a one-year prove-it year, and at the end of the season, the last seven games, he was considered the best quarterback in the National Football League. So what do you do? Yeah, well, I mean, they have him under contract for another year, right? Right. That That's an interesting one. That That is uh, a real I, – I think he did enough that you feel pretty darn good about giving him an extension – but maybe they take it into the season and at least make sure he starts the year the same way because they do have the good the franchise tag, and they could try to get done during the year, and then if not after that, worst case scenario could franchise tag. Before we let you go, got to ask you about uh, my front page because I keep telling people this is one of the coolest things ever, and I know you're a big part of it. But myfrontpagestory.com, the best Valentine's gift, Mother's Day gift, what have you? So talk about it. Well, especially, Bill, Valentine's Day, because, you know, like me, like, you know, I've been married for uh, almost 20 years, which is crazy yeah. to say. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just basically now, like, take her out to dinner or get send her flowers. Like, you got to do something special every once in a while to change it up. And myfrontpagestory.com, they'll write the most unbelievable picture uh, I'm sorry, the most unbelievable story about your significant other with pictures of her and you and kids, if you have them. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. It's framed. It's beautiful. And the two keys, Bill, being able to say to her, honey, I want to do something special. So I had a story written about you as they're opening it. Just sounds like you went out of your way to do the most romantic and special thing ever. And then even if you can't think of anything special that she, she does for you, just say to the announcer, I just never thank her enough for all the little things she does. I'm telling you, Bill, they, they cry almost every time when they get to that line. Right. Make sure you say that. Myfrontpagestory.com, myfrontpagestory.com. It is an amazing site. It's an amazing gift. And God knows we've had a lot of people that have listened over the years that have bought into this and they think it's cool as hell. And I've always thought it was cool as hell. So I uh, love what you do. And I can't wait to see you out in Vegas at Super Bowl, man. Uh, you, do you have a prediction real quick before we let you go? 
Can't wait to see you. And yeah, I'm, I'm going Chiefs, man. I, I, I talked about this on the Even Money Betting Podcast. I have no idea how the Niners are favored in this game right now. I mean, the Chiefs were the better team in all three playoff games. The Niners, I thought the other team kind of controlled the action. And then you're going to take Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes against Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy. Yeah. Give me the Chiefs all day. I don't know if it's 24-20, but I'll take Kansas City. Right. There you go. Good stuff as always, my friend. Ross, we'll see you out uh, at Super Bowl. See you in about uh, a week, okay? Sounds great. See you, Bill. All right, bud. Talk to you later. There you go. Ross Tucker from CBS. Westwood One was on the call this year for a lot uh, when it comes to the NFL. Some uh, on the sideline for the AFC Championship game. You get a hold of him at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker NFL, or the Ross Tucker Football Podcast as well, and you can see his stuff there. And he's he's just awesome, just a great analyst in so many different uh, aspects. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Lux Golf Bays. They are located in Franklin, Wisconsin. Go to LuxGolfBays.com. That is Lux, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com. That's LuxGolfBays.com. Stay tuned. we got more coming up right after this. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you, the Bill Michael Show uh, today, uh, live out here in. Madison, Wisconsin, our flagship station, WOZN, The Zone, Madison. You can always download the app and uh, listen to us out here as well or take us anywhere and everywhere if you want to do that. And we uh, certainly appreciate you uh, taking a listen to the program. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Point Brewing, Brewing Excellence. Since 1857, Snow Pilot, the seasonal brew is out. The loggers are out. Uh, they're traditional. You've got cider boys and such. That are some of the offshoots, which are fantastic. And don't forget about our friends, especially when you're getting people together for your Super Bowl party. That is our friends from Point right here in Wisconsin, Stevens Point, Wisconsin, brewing excellence since 1857. Uh, man, the reaction was swift and heated for uh, the end of the game in the NFC Championship game. Uh, now, I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to give Michael Strahan a little bit of a pass because he was filling in for Terry Bradshaw, and Bradshaw usually does it, and Bradshaw was sick. And I don't know what he had or what was wrong, but he was just not on set, and he wasn't there this past weekend. He was out. And so anyway, long story short, um, they had Michael Strahan do the post-game celebration, if you will, uh, the MC of the NFC Championship Trophy presentation. Now, the way it was supposed to happen is they were supposed to say, okay, Kurt Menefee says, uh, let's go down to Michael Strahan, uh, Strahan with, uh, you know, the winners, the NFC champions. Okay, well, thanks, you know, whatever, okay. Uh, man, what an incredible day. Congratulations to both and blah, blah, blah. You always give love to the losing team, you know. So you do that. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions. Hell of a season. Uh, but how about, you know, the 49ers and here to present the Howlers Trophy, he's supposed to do one of the greatest 49ers of all time, an NFL Hall of Famer, on and on and on, all the accolades. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Montana. And then Joe's supposed to pick up the Howlers Trophy and present it to the ownership group and the head coach and such of the San Francisco 49ers. Instead, Strahan is like, 
And we got Joe Montana here. Hey, Joe, pass that on over there. Uh, throw that over there to the owner. Uh, just straight, you know, there you go. Hey, he's, and then just basically he moved Montana out of the way, like like took an arm and like like you would with your kid, like, hey, don't touch that. Don't get away from that. Don't do that. You know, we're out in public. Don't do that. Okay, you go away. And then he starts doing the interview. And Joe Montana's looking around like, what the hell was I here for? You know? And major faux pas on the part of Michael Strahan, which somebody in his ear should have been saying, because we know he's you know got an earpiece in, should have been saying, hey, you, you may want to bring Joe Montana back. You know, just to, just even if he's going to say, hey, drink Guinness, whatever, you know, just bring Joe Montana back. And then he proceeded to talk about how the 49ers were down at half and they you know were shut out and how Christian McCaffrey signed there just because he wanted to go to a Super Bowl and actually he was traded there and – it just it was bad on so many levels, and like I said, it, it it he was thrown into it at the last minute because we know Terry all of a sudden couldn't make it. Uh, we knew he was sick throughout the week with whatever. Again, there were some rumors floating around that he was sick, and maybe it was COVID or something. I don't know, but you got to have a little more prep time than that. And you and I were talking, Grant, like during the break. The Fox pregame show used to be the one that I tuned into. And now it's garbage. I, I don't I don't know about everybody else's thoughts, but it's garbage. It's not what it used to be. That's no. for sure. I and I don't think that's just because of nostalgia. I mean, they've been on forever, so I understand they're not gonna stay the same forever, but you know, Terry's older. I really like Jimmy Johnson, but it seems like he's not even there every week. Right. It, it kind of depends on the week. And what maybe, is Gronk there for? See, that's the thing, and I, it's not a personal thing with Gronk. I don't know what he adds. He's not smooth. He's not really all that funny. Terry Bradshaw is kind of supposed to handle the humor at this stage yeah. of the show. Um, Gronk, I've talked about that with some buddies. I don't know why Gronk's there. It seems kind of forced. I, I don't know. They've got too many personalities. And the most credible one is Howie Long. I, I think Howie's the most credible by far, and they use him about the least. Now, maybe I we, we do this for a living, so maybe we view it differently, but I, I really like when Howie Long gets analytical, he is really good to listen to, and, and I enjoy him. But they don't use him nearly enough, and there's always this buffoonery from Terry. Like, everybody's got to let Terry get his joke in, which I, I, God love Terry. I mean, he's been around forever, but he's not even funny anymore. He's just not. He's, 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 he's grandpa in the corner in the rocking chair that makes the same joke that he's made for 20 years and you go, oh, okay, Grandpa. And and he just, it's like, just stop. And I like Jimmy Johnson, but Jimmy's become kind of a character. He's this animation guy now. A little bit, yeah. He's like, all riled yeah, up. Yeah, and... like, that's his shtick. And that doesn't play well. And I don't know. I, I the, the, the pregame and the NFL countdown show on ESPN is, that's, I love... The anal the the analyzation between you know Orlovsky uh, a little bit of Randy Moss although the you got Moss thing has become way overhyped like the pancake segments agreed uh, Alex Smith is good but he hasn't found his his level yet uh, I I like Rex Ryan but because Rex Ryan will call it as it is but it's like he tries to call everything as it is and sometimes it doesn't require that does yeah, that make sense he's always got to be ranting about something it's who's like, the man, who's the girl that runs it. Uh, uh, Sam Ponder. Sam Ponder. She knows her stuff, but she tries to be too cool. Interesting. 
She I, does not do anything for me. I think ESPN's best NFL group is NFL Live every day, and that's Orlovsky, Marcus Spears, Mina Kimes, yes. and Laura Rutledge. Like, I would yes. watch that as a pregame show. Right. I, like, I don't know that I love any pregame. I don't know no. that any pregame show and is must watch I right really now. like, like, CBS is more the credible group. But how do I say this and, and be kind? Because they're actually my age, but they're, like, older. They're... It, it's it's yes they're 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 it's not the only guy that's loose is boomer boomer's a little bit looser mm-hmm. you know uh cower's been there forever and you know it's it's a little i don't know it's out he he's a very stoic guy and phil sims is a very stoic guy. i do like phil sims anal- analyzation though yeah for where he's at but that's different. I mean, it's like, wait, who's – and then there's Good Morning Football, and I watch that in the NFL, the NFL Network, and they've got a good show. But they've also become like these caricatures. And by the way, putting in these, quote, funny skits are terrible. I mean, they suck. Caliendo did it, and it was it was great. It was awesome. And it seems like everyone's kind of chasing that idea, and it's, it's really hard to pull it off. When they brought in Rob Riggle, that was the beginning of the end. I remember that. You could blow yep. that station up and nobody would have cared. Because Rob Riggle's ter- – the only thing he was ever good in was when he took one to the crotch or that guy took one to the crotch in uh, Hangover. And he was like, yep. oh, that was like his funniest thing he's ever done. That's such a specific. But, yes, you're that, right. That's it. His humor really played in that moment. Uh, he, maybe a little bit in Step Brothers, right. but that's about it. it just Rob Riggle is, is not funny to me. I've had because he does a stand-up tour every now and then, and I've had some people say you want to go see him, and I'm like, you're going to see Rob Riggle, really? Yeah. Let me know what you think when you get home. And I had a friend of mine that said I should have stayed home and taken a shower. Yeah. You know, it was like there was nothing funny about it. You know, so I don't know. Uh, the whole maybe we're different because we do this for a living. You know, maybe other people enjoy it, but it, it to me it's like all these shows have jumped the shark years ago. I and I for the most part like all the play by play and color guys, I for the most part think they're all solid. Like I like Buck and Aikman, I like Greg Olson and, and Burkhart. Greg Olson got on my I under he got on my nerves a little bit. And not in the Packer game. Okay. In this last NFC championship game. He just it's like he knows he's the guy. I, I can't explain it, but he tried to overanalyze stuff. And sometimes, and Tony Romo, what the hell happened to him? It's not just Romo. It's funny because I, you know, we were talking over the break about this article at Awful Announcing and some of these blogs, like Andrew Marchand and others report and write about this stuff. And people are not high on Nance and Romo. It's not just Romo, but people are like, Nance needs to pick it up too because they have the Super Bowl in a week and a half now. Yeah, Nance is, Nance, Nance is better doing golf. He is far better final doing four. golf. Yeah, yeah, golf and a little maybe a little bit of Final Four, but he's better doing golf big time. Romo is it, he the things he says we could say. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> now he's gotten a little more analytical because maybe now he's studying more and because there was when he first started doing it. Oh man, he set the bar. It was like he was in the huddle, and it, it, that's what you want. That's you know I I always used to tell the guys that I would work with, I, I can give the opinion. But I need you to tell me what goes in a huddle, what goes on behind closed doors. Yep. That's where your your strength is. That's where I can't take you. Mm-hmm. And that was great. Brian Noble and I did that. It was it was awesome. You know, Gary and I did that for a while. But there are guys where they say what you say. And I'm, I'm like, well, what are you here for? Why are we paying you all this money when you're like, oh, that was really good, but I don't know what they're going to do next. What do you think? What, what the hell do I think? You played the game. Yeah. You were you, the, know? you were the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. It's not like right? you were a wide receiver or a t- you were a quarterback. So right? you know all the 
the ins and outs of what's being said and what's going through everybody's mind. And I, I don't need color commentators to be like the most analytical. I, I like a little entertainment right. too. Like I, I want to be entertained, but Romo, it's, he's he's relaxed quite a bit is what most people Yeah, and, and like Collinsworth, Collinsworth to me is really good because of just the voice between him and Tarico. It's probably the most professionally other than maybe Buck and Aikman. Yeah. But even Collinsworth, there are, and I've always thought Chris was, and maybe I'm biased because I worked with the guy for so many years, but he was always like a standard to me. And now he's there's some things that he said, and I'm like, are you, you can't be serious with what you've just said, you know? So I don't know. I, I don't know what's what's good out there anymore. Maybe I'm just jaded. Who knows? But anyway, that was what. Uh, <laughs> Maybe maybe our problem is we watch every second of almost every game, and that's right. not how you're supposed to consume all this stuff. Right. Like you're not supposed to care. You're not supposed to focus on this, and maybe that's just our problem because we actually do. Um, yeah, Evan says this has been our weekly segment. Have we done this on a weekly segment? <laughs> no, I, I don't. This is our don't, season check-in. I, I don't think we've ever done this. I don't think we have this. Yeah, one, I don't think we've ever done this. And then he says, but we haven't ripped our own. Oh, no, there's times our own sucks. We're good. We're good with that. Some segments are great. Some segments aren't. You can't be perfect every day. I get that. Which, by the way, I'd say the same thing about Strahan. Like, Strahan's on TV as much as anyone. You make a mistake every, you know, you, oh, you God, yeah. back. Oh, God, yeah. You, you, people love to put TV people under a microscope. And I, like, when you're on air for hours every week, things are going to happen. Yep, like, no doubt. a little grace. No doubt. All right, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. we got a whole lot more to get to. Our friends at Skipper Buds had a great time at the boat show. They said thanks to everybody for swinging by and uh, checking out Skipper Buds Pewaukee. They still have more and more and more boats that uh, are down at the boat show. I think this is the last weekend of the boat show. I could be wrong. Maybe they maybe last weekend was it. But that being said, you still can get boat show deals right now at Skipper Buds. Get a hold of Todd directly. He's the GM over there. 262-544-1200. 262-544-1200. Whether it's new, ski boats, cruisers, yachts, fishing boats, whatever, they've got them or used. They still have a big used inventory, and they want to get rid of that because – and some of the stuff from 2023 because the 2024s are now coming in and they need to make room. Again, boat sales service storage, 262-544-1200. That's Skipper Buds for your outdoor summertime pleasure vacation, staycation, funcation type of stuff. That is Skipper Buds. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Maybe uh, this time of year you could be looking for a Super Bowl party at your house or maybe something as springtime starts to spring. Upon us, uh, Masters Ease on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, they have got everything for you, whether it's home bars and bar stools. They have for interior stuff, they've got dart boards and dart accessories. They've got pool tables, shuffleboard, bumper pool, uh, regulation size, and the smaller pub size for you as well. All the table games and accessories. Plus, if you're starting to think about the outdoor days, and we know that we're not far off now, at least we're creeping into February, which means you got March and April, and then you're outside. At least that's what we hope for. Then they have the uh, the fire pits, both the gas and the wood, the grills, the accessories, patio furniture, umbrellas, you name it, they've got it. And they've got specials right now. 
on some of the stuff from last year that's left over and some of the stuff that's coming in now because they need to make room as well. 262-746-5931 for all the in-store specials. That is Master's Ease on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Uh, call them and uh, check it out. Rob's a great guy, and if you're looking for uh, some really uh, some sales service, and they have unbelievable quality, which is the reason that everybody comes from all over to get that stuff. But uh, get a hold of Rob when you go in there and tell him we sent you and just say, hey, Rob, I'm, this is what I'm looking for. Can you show me different levels, different sizes, different things in this realm? And they have it all. So, again, 262-746-5931, 262-746-5931. That's Master's Ease on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Welcome back to the program. Uh, the note just came across that uh, Adam Schefter reporting the Chiefs are going to wear the red jerseys and the red uniforms. The 49ers going to wear the gold pants and the white jerseys coming up in this year's Super Bowl. I don't know if that means anything, but I thought I'd throw it out there. So there you go. That's it. Um, what else do we have for you? We got uh, – oh, by the way, the uh, the Packers defensive coordinator search. Um, no, nothing yet. Nothing yet, but – who may or may not follow, you've got just numerous names that have been thrown out, but nothing right now that has stuck. You know, we talked about Christian Parker, uh, Brandon Staley, not going to happen, Bobby Babich. Uh, I mean, there's so many different names that have been tossed out there, and Orr is the other guy that's coming from uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, And he's he's their middle linebackers coach. He's a guy that I've been kind of high on because I've heard a lot of good things about him. Uh, just there, there's nothing yet that really sticks out that sticks out as far as the next defensive coordinator. So you're kind of wondering what Matt LaFleur is considering when hiring a defensive coordinator. Is he thinking about switching it up and going from a three, four to a four, three? Does that change personnel? Is this something that collectively he and Brian Gutekinds are doing? So, uh, but nothing happening uh, on the defensive coordinator front, at least not as of right now. And the funny thing is, is a lot of the people that are there on the ground, not a lot of rumors floating around. It's been pretty quiet. I th- I think maybe Matt LaFleur learned a little bit last time when he hi- hired Joe Barry because he made it abundantly clear, and it was out that Joe or, uh, Jim Leonard was his first choice. Right. So then when Joe Barry gets hired, you basically have to admit that you hired your number two choice, Yeah. Uh, which sucks. Uh, and, and you don't necessarily need people knowing that. So I get why they're keeping it quieter this time around. So uh, coming up after the uh, top of the hour in about uh, about 20 minutes from now, Vinny Rotino is going to join us. We're going to talk a little Brewers baseball with him. That's coming up here in just a while, so stay tuned for that. And then uh, Doc Rivers, not the start everybody wanted last night. You were maybe looking for something bigger and better, and we knew it would take some time. Even Doc Rivers said it would take some time. He's got to get a feel for this team Uh, And they took it on the chin last night out in Denver. So uh, not the start that you wanted, but hopefully bigger and better things are on the horizon for the Milwaukee Bucks. So uh, we'll get into a little bit of that discussion coming up a little bit later on as well. Um, One thing we didn't talk about yesterday and the fact that don't look now, the Badgers are number six in the country. Did we? I don't think we saw this coming. We thought they'd be better. And we all knew that this was a year in which, you know, there was a, you know, if you want to call it a proving year for Greg Gard, last year wasn't the way the season for many that they wanted it to go. But you bring in a couple of portal guys, and the next thing you know, boom, you find some scores, some guys that can shoot, clutch guys, and, man, look at them now. Holy mackerel. 
Badgers it, number six in the country right now. It's interesting how the season happened because they weren't very good last year. They right. were fine, but they weren't very. They weren't a tournament team. And then they brought everyone back. So we're all looking around like, okay, well, you're experienced, but is that experience any good? Well, you add in A.J. Storr as a transfer and then John Blackwell, the freshman, and yeah. everyone has to do just a little bit less, and they've been so much better as a team as a result. Right. It's just it's it's been a, an amazing turnaround, to say the very least. So uh, kudos to the Badgers, number six in the country. Marquette got a win over the weekend as well. And uh, does this, it, like for you, for me, I love college hoops, especially come tournament time. We all know that. But the fact that we've now got two legit teams that are that are in it, you know what I mean, that have yeah. a legitimate shot, does this not th- – th- this bodes so well right now. Well, yeah, and, and I know – you know, it's still football season, but we're getting closer to the time of year where I will sit down on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon and watch a big college basketball game on CBS, right? right? As, as it's a little bit closer to the tournament, a little bit closer to spring. And this Sunday, the Badgers host Purdue at noon. So it's what, I don't think Purdue's number one anymore, but it's two top five, two top 10 teams at right. the Kohl Center in the afternoon on CBS. That's going to kick ass. And you know, one thing we failed to mention, don't look now, but the Green Bay, UW-Green Bay-Phoenix are number one in the horizon. Yeah. And I, it's a little bit of a falling off because last year, UW-Milwaukee started to kind of rise, and you thought, boy, there might be some really good things in the horizon. And this year, I think they're sitting at 500 right now, if I'm not mistaken, in the conference. Uh, I think they're a game under overall. But the, the Green Bay has done extremely well, and they're 9-1 and one at the rest center. 9-1. and one. I mean, God, if you want to watch – Good Green Bay basketball, which we haven't seen in some time. Get to the rest center. For God's sakes, they're playing well at home. So kudos to the Green Bay Fink. We could literally have three teams in the state in the tournament. Going back to the old days when you had um, yet Green Bay was in it or Milwaukee was in it. Milwaukee was in it with Bruce Pearl and company. And then you obviously had the Badgers in it and Tom Crean was in it. And I mean, we had a lot of good stuff. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.